Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another shitty podcast, episode 34 of the Quarantine Edition. I'm Trent Bruce, and you will soon hear from Nick Grace. We go live every Thursday at noon California time, and uh, that's on Instagram. So you can watch us there live, tune in, uh, ask us questions, get involved. We love that. Otherwise, if you can't catch us then, we always record it, put it wherever podcasts are hosted. Let's get ready for this episode. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Let's get shit well, I'm sorry, but I just can't die for you. But I can make them put their hands in the sky for you. We wait for the fireworks like you fly for. Get fly more, get high more. Cry more, why for? When the grief is over, beef is over. I'll be fly when East is over. I try to teach niggas how to be kings. And all they ever wanted to be was soldiers. So the love is gone, the blood is strong. Cause we no longer wear the same uniform. Fuck you squares, the circle got smaller, the castle got bigger, the walls got taller. And truth be told, after all that said, niggas still got love for you. Got a CM Punk shirt on. Look at that. Nice little birthday gift. Pretty, pretty dope. So Nicholas, here we go, baby. Let's get him on here. Hey, there he is. Bongo. <laughs> Let's see. There we go. Uh, Jolie's asking from who. I think you know who. I realize uh, I realize what was happening there. I got this from Steph for my birthday. CM Punk shirt. Because the other day out of nowhere, Jolie was like, what's your opinion about CM Punk? I'm like, what? <laughs> I do like the shirt. I'll admit, and I told her, CM Punk was that era where I was kind of tuned out of wrestling for a good maybe five to seven years oh so i need to go back and watch that that was like you know john cena was very big cm punk was very big uh edge was very big what's up mom um so there was an era where i thought i was too cool for school i was like oh wrestling's not cool anymore and then uh, I got back into it in college. We started watching WrestleMania every year, and then slowly but surely, back at it like a crack addict. So you got out right when The Rock did? Pretty much. Yeah. What's up, Mal? What's up, Brandon? Got a good little crew. Are good. I'll have to check them out. Sure do. This is How episode... You doing, good to see you, man. I'm doing well, brother. I'm doing well. 34. Episode Magic Johnson. 34 of the podcast. No, that's Shaquille O'Neal. Sha- I take it back. That's Shaquille O'Neal. Magic was 32. I'm mm-hmm. crazy. Or Charles I Barkley. Realized, I just realized something. Magic was 32 and Larry Bird was 33. Is that a coincidence? Yeah. Yeah? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and that was this week in basketball. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> sure was. Hey, what kind of boot? What kind of boots are you booting, dude? Pink Lady Apple. By that's my, that's by my our not sponsors Health Aid. Yeah. Future not, sponsors. Non sponsored. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's my favorite uh, flavor. I think is the Pink Lady Apple. It's pretty good. It's not. It's not offensive. It's it'll it'll go good with anybody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So everybody, welcome to episode thirty-four of another shitty podcast. This is the second episode of the year twenty twenty-one or two thousand twenty-one. Not really sure which one we're going with and how to pronounce it, but Jolie had a good point when you say twenty. Or you say 2021, it sounds way more badass. 2021? Yeah, it sounds like some uh, Blade Runner shit. I stole that from Jolie. Okay. Let's roll with it. 2021. It sounds like very futuristic and uh, like this year is going to be better. 2020, uh, 2021. Everything about last year we can keep in the past. Yes. Uh, dude, we've got, we've got a lot to talk about. I always, uh, like the night before, uh, little inside scoop folks, uh, Nick and I have a little cheat sheet where we write some notes about things we'd like to chat about. Industry secret. It's an industry secret. It can't be sharing our secrets. But I'm always like, oh, like leading up, I'm like, oh, what the hell are we going to talk about? And then I start writing and I'm like, oh, Word. we have a lot to talk about. I'm the same way. My, my sheet was empty. This morning, and I thought that I didn't do anything this week, but turns out I did. That was weird. Sorry, guys. Sometimes I forget that I'm on camera, and it's not just audio. For those who are just listening on the podcast, Trent's doing some weird stuff with his tongue in this coffee cup. I had a drip. I licked it, and then I'm like, oh, cool. The whole world can see that. <laughs> so, what's new, guys? Uh... Nick, it feels like this uh, past week, it felt, I don't know, it didn't feel long or short, it just felt like, oh, this crazy thing happened, this crazy thing, and then the next day went by, oh, do you remember that crazy thing? Yeah. Do you remember that crazy thing? I, th- I think that last Wednesday kind of left a little bit of a vacuum in everybody's um, yeah. emotions, or, or just, I don't know sense of time there's some sort of thing that happened where i think a lot first of all last wednesday was absolutely wild um and i think that there was this hangover from it and then i think that a lot of us also kind of were expecting something else to happen eventually at some point and so there's that kind of hanging over everybody's week and then everybody's just kind of like from that standpoint going through the motions maybe just waiting for the shit to hit the fan again yeah because there are you know there are rumblings and rumors that there is something else planned by that same type of group mm-hmm. and so there's what 10,000 National Guard soldiers um, in the capital sleeping around yeah capital building which is crazy did you ever think in your lifetime that our own it's, soldiers would be fighting its own people that's, <laughs> protecting well i mean they're not fighting anybody so let's not go that far but it is wild to protecting just, just to think that, that that they would even need to be protecting that yes yes it, that's that's pretty wild 
and especially under the circumstances. Because I guess you could see it happening in like an actual revolutionary scenario, but not in a scenario that literally is made up and cockamamie and bullshit and false. If you just say something enough, people believe it. You're being screwed. You're being wronged. This the whole thing is fake. This whole thing is rigged. You Which say is, it enough, and, and people are like, "Oh, yeah, I hear this all the time." And that's nothing. It must be real. That is not. Donald Trump didn't invent that. That's oh, been know. around forever. Ever. Um, it's just uh, unfortunate that the internet is so good at lighting at just lighting fires everywhere. And really getting people riled up. Yep. Yep. I got a question for you. I got I got a question for you. Social media and the internet. Is it majority good or is it majority bad? Wow. In terms of in terms of um everything? Everything. The state, um, the state of the world, and humanity. In terms of, in terms of communication, take it news. all. You gotta, you gotta take it all in one, in one thing. Hmm. Is it good or Man. bad? Is it beneficial or is it detrimental? Well, you gotta look at it this way, right? You have more access to news and world news, so and current events and, and information spreads like that. And so, on one way, you're more informed. In some ways, it could be misleading information or just reported wrong or just straight up bogus. Mm-hmm. So that's that could be. Oh man, that's a very hard question. I'll straight. Um, I, I believe it's overall bad. If you had, if it has to be one or the other, it's overall bad. I don't think it. I think it does more harm than it does good. Yeah, I think we're social seeing that. social media, especially um, which we are using an which, application right now. <laughs> yeah, totally, totally. But Instagram's algorithm decided to shut us out from success a long time ago. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I would probably say it's probably overall bad. Yeah, probably overall bad just because of the pain and harm and and. Uh, wars and fights that have been started um you know through things spread on the internet sure content spread on the internet it's um, terrible for your um self-esteem you yeah. think that you th- you inherently think that you're not valued as much as you probably think you should be based on likes and everything people pick on people all the fucking time i constant trolling. as much as i love keeping in touch negative with space keeping in touch with folks um there's something about and now we sound like old people but like having a landline and only being able to contact people with this one form of communication in this one spot in your house <laughs> not 24 7 news 24 7 mm-hmm. communication 24 7 content um mindless fun good bad evil um Hey, what's up, Blake? Holy cow. Good to see you, buddy. Um, but yeah, good or bad, man, that's that's tough. Because I think um, in a lot of ways I've been able to stay close to loved ones and friends and family and 
and you know see a bunch of content and stuff I wouldn't otherwise, right? That you could only get available at Blockbuster back in the day or whatever. <laughs> oh. But overall I think it's I think it's caused um it's caused a lot of harm. And I think right now, especially in in the US, also in the UK, also pretty much the whole fucking world. Yeah. Um the quote unquote civilized out, world. The one that the, the biggest evil part is how people have gotten used it to get into power when they otherwise wouldn't have a shot or a platform. And like it or not, they are very smart at doing that, you know, and maneuvering the narrative a certain way that favors whatever their platform is. Um, Man, that was a pretty intense question, and I'm not a, I'm not a, uh, <laughs> you know, a, uh, a, a learned fellow. It, well, it's just something to think but, about, I think, because we all use the internet I, at least I do like think we need half of our days every day, and we're all on it all the time. Yeah, I think we should be a little bit more conscious about like what, uh, you know, is this good or it's is this the bad? It's the matrix, bro. And with that, let's get into our weeks. Let's do some singing. <laughs> What's up with your week? What's up with your week? What's up with your week? What's going on with your week? Week. Mr. Trent Bruce, why don't you tell me what's going on with your week, my friend? <laughs> We could have spent the whole freaking episode talking about whether the internet is good or bad. <laughs> hey, Jose. Hey, Molly. Um, that's a great question, man. I'm going to be thinking about that all day. Um, Nick and I have always joked about having a dark version of the pod where we talk about not-so-fun stuff. <laughs> oh, I wouldn't I wouldn't think that belongs on the dark pod. The dark pod is for stuff that would get us canceled. <laughs> that was more like a philosophy question. The, the dark pod's for stuff that's I mean, I was about to go down a hole that I was like, Ooh. "Nope." Um dude, I've had I've done a lot of stuff over the past week. Um Last week on the pod was my 31st birthday, and that evening was great. Um, Steph cooked a big steak dinner for uh, me and the boys at the house, and had twice baked potatoes and a big old salad and wine, and then we, uh, my roommate Stu had a gimmick microphone, so we did karaoke in the living room. That was great. I had a great birthday. What song did you, you sing? Um, I uh, a few of them. Um, I did "When You Were Young" by The Killers. I love to scream that one or belt that one. Mm-hmm. I sang a couple Who songs. All right. And I did uh, "Fly Like an Eagle." I think the Seal version. I didn't do jump. I didn't do jump. I didn't do jump. Did you do the Seal version or the Steve Miller Band version? 
<laughs> Steve Miller band. <laughs> um, yeah. I'm definitely more Steve Miller than I am Seal. <laughs> From, I love in, in more way than one. Steve Miller had a very successful career by just talking while having music played over it. Hey, Steph. We're just sure talking did. About you. Great steak dinner. Um, she's pretty much... I know, nice shirt. This was a birthday gift. Um, had a great steak dinner. She's pretty much nailed down a, a solid, solid uh, steak. It's she's got it down. Can't go wrong with with meat and potatoes. You can't go wrong with that. That's a good point. You can't go wrong. If you fuck that up, go to Canada. That's all I gotta say. No, but throw me a beer while you're leaving my country. <laughs> throw me a Labatt Blue. <laughs> um, so that was great. We did. Uh, hey, Mama Grace. Uh, hey, Caitlin. Oh, hey, Mom. We did uh, a little park hang. Um, we thought about having a group, but with COVID spiking and the world's still burning, it, you know. <laughs> Was not a good idea. Yeah. So we just kept it within the house and went to Kennethon and played some washers, had some beers, um, had a good time. And yeah, man, um, had a couple notes from some friends, uh, messages and phone calls. That was really great. So that was a really great um, idea, Steph, to have have your friends write you a, a little note. That was really cool. That was nice. And it was nice, especially right now. Nice in general, but especially right now, and um, to be able to sit and enjoy those. Um, yeah, definitely felt the love. Definitely felt cared about on my birthday. So that was great. Um, knocked it out of the park. Um, my <laughs> yes, <laughs> um, Mark. My other roommate bought a chess set, and I haven't played chess in probably 15, 18 years. Okay. And we've played three or four games of chess this week. You guys are all over the Queen Queen's Gambit thing. Queen's Gambit, dude. Um, Beth Harmon. Um, you've, you've let it just take over your lives. I refuse to let it do that. Yeah, I'm doing uh, tranquilizers every day and visualizing chess pieces on the ceiling. <laughs> And, uh, yeah. Isn't she from Kentucky, Spoiler. too? Are you going to start having a Spoiler. southern accent or something? She doesn't have an accent, but she does live in Kentucky. And she's like an orphan, too, right? She was an orphan and got adopted. Yes. Yeah. You got to ostracize It sounds like you watched a show that everyone loves. I haven't had to because everybody <laughs> won't shut the fuck up about it. These are things that um, I know without even... I didn't even need to see the trailer and I know these things. Because people just won't uh, shut the fuck up. So I honestly didn't bring that up to bring up Queen's Gambit, and Mark hadn't seen it. He just bought a ten dollar uh, chess set from Target, and it's been fun, man. It's like it's cool. Uh, it's a very difficult game. Yeah. Um, and I, I picked up the the moves of the pieces again. I had no no strategy whatsoever. Um, but I I enjoy it <clears throat> because you always have to think. A step or two ahead. Mm-hmm. What's um, up, JT? We're in a lot of games. You're like, you know, throw a card down or, um, 
where it's not as like it's not as like you have to look forward. Right. You kind of just have to deal with the move that's right in front of you, or or the challenge that's right in front of you. Whereas chess, you need to really be right looking at the entire board and all the possibilities. There's a the really sides. steep learning curve with chess because it's like you could play next week if you if you were to play for a week and then somehow play yourself when you first started. I'm sure you would kick yourself. You would kick your ass. Oh yeah. It just yeah. it's just really quick, and then eventually you get to a point where it's really even. But it's just a really steep learning curve. Where if you've played funny. for just a couple games, you're already way better than somebody who's just starting. Yeah, it was funny too. Um, Mark was saying he was about to look up strategy. I'm like, dude, I don't know how to play this game. He's like, either do I. Me, I'm like, don't. You don't need to. We're not. <laughs> Maybe in like six months we can start diving into like that. But like, you don't need a leg up. I guarantee you, he's already googled it. Guarantee. He's like trying to take. He's trying to take steroids, and I'm. I'm just taking warm up swings in the batter's box. You Google that shit. It'll take you to that BuzzFeed article. So you've watched Queen's Gambit, and now you want to play chess. <laughs> Uh, do you work for BuzzFeed? Is that your article? <laughs> I fucking could, but I think that, that anybody great. could work for BuzzFeed. Oh, I'm glad they're not as prominent as they were. Like, they're still around, but man, when they came out, I was like, this is fucking garbage content. It really is. And everyone was, like, gobbling it up. Anywho, played chess, went to the park, family movie night this week was uh, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Uh, okay. My sister picked it, which I was like, kudos to you. I had never seen the film. Me neither. And holy cow, you haven't seen it? Nope. Watch it this it, week. It's on my list, though. Wow. Yeah. Um, I, won't, I won't share it because you haven't seen it, but it's, um, it's a lot of <clears throat> very famous actors' first performance or... Um, what's up, Mark? Um, or... Early perform it was Christopher Lloyd's first movie. Oh, um, it was made in 1975. Obviously, uh, Jack is in it. And uh-huh. he, did he win a Best Actor for it too? I have to look that up. I'm not sure. Um, uh, Danny DeVito looks like he's 15. Um, not just because he's short. He you wouldn't you would have to do a two or three takes. Vic. Oh shit. That's Danny DeVito. Oh. Um, yep. Who's, and, who's uh, Chunky? Oh, who's Chucky. Chunky. Yeah. Ch- who's Chucky? Shane's going to have to say. Okay. I've seen oh, the scene. No, um, that's what I thought was really peculiar is, uh, I believe it's the guy that's in with Jack. He's also in um, The Shining. The, the the black gentleman that is shining to Jack Torrance. Oh, the little kid. Yeah, I think that's I think that's who he's talking about. Oh, the killer! Shut the killer doll. What? Okay, I don't know where this is going. I have seen um, the the scene from the movie where they where he's playing basketball or like I think he's like is he teach is they're just playing or is he teaching Chief. him how to play? Yeah, because Chief. Chief's like seven feet tall. Um, you need to see it. You yeah. need to see it. Yeah, um, cool. It's, what's it's really it's what's, really good, man. What's the movie for this week? 
Uh, my mom picked it, and uh, very much a mom movie, but I'm excited to watch it for a couple of reasons. But it's the new Disney movie called Safety. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, But uh, Austin Paul, Voice. Austin Voice is in that, yes. The, the library, the student bookstore. It, it's funny because my stepdad will pick, like, crazy movies, like Gone Girl. And then my mom was like, she'll have to go on the whole other side and, like, Got even a, a Disney movie. She's correcting. <laughs> She's got to correct it. We, we can't have every single movie be, uh, you know, something that's going to, and mom likes that, <laughs> something that's going to keep you up at night. But uh, that was great. Um, I've got two days now of doing my video workout. I texted you about that last night. Very sore today, but very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a video workout that Sook and I bought when we were living together. Um, he's got a copy somewhere too. It's just interval training, and oh damn, I didn't get the weights. Um, I gotta get my weights from Steph. Um, but it's just interval training, so it's mostly body weight and low and uh, or like lightweight stuff. But you know, it's just when you don't work those muscles, it's like a, it's it's crazy. Yeah. Um, and so I'm excited to do that. Um, I want to try to do it every day. And it says to take a day off throughout the week. So um, I'll take maybe one or two days off. Um, but uh, yeah, man, I'm, my goal is, I was t- telling you, I want to get down to that 200 again. Right. So I would encourage um, you on your on your day off to still do what's called active recovery. So you're still being you're still doing an activity. It's just not necessarily a workout. So it could be like going and riding your bike or going for a walk or oh, great. Some, something like that. Okay. Something that cool. The the goal is to like sort of just somehow break a sweat. Not okay. like not like poor not like sweat buckets, but just like little break a sweat kind of thing. Active recovery. Okay. It's really cool. Really helpful. Nice. Keeps you moving. Yeah, man. I'm. Uh, I want to stay on that on that grind on that tip. So, I'm excited, man. Um, I really want to do it. I I lost DDP yoga. That's a great idea. Do you do that, Mac? Have you done it? I've heard um, a lot of people a really enjoy that, but b really it um, it you know has transformed a bunch of people's lives. A lot of older wrestlers have used it. Right. And people who could hardly move around anymore, like Mick Foley, can hardly like bend his hips. And he started doing it and had a, a, a huge range of motion and lost a bunch of weight. Um, same with Jake the Snake, um, Scott Hall, Chris Jericho. So a lot of these old timers have really spoken highly about it. Uh, Steve Austin as well. So uh, I may have to give that a go. My flexibility is pretty awful so good all right cool um yeah man and um i don't know if i told you about this but i've been i've posted it a couple times like my how many steps i got or what i did for the day and i hope it doesn't come off to anyone of like oh this guy's annoying he's posting his workouts also i don't care um <laughs> but for me i think it's a way of like somewhat accountability and also like um putting it into the world of like making it more real and um where i'm not just kind of like on this little island by myself Mm -hmm. um and also people have been sending me some tips too which is cool 
and it's only been a few days so um yeah man um i'm excited i want to feel better i want to look better don't want to get winded doing like simple things mm-hmm. and uh when i get older you know be able to hang with the kiddos and all that and sleep better everything so arnold schwarzenegger i don't know about that but we'll see uh yeah man uh oh i've got a job interview tomorrow morning which is Woo-hoo! great um so good vibes for that and then <clears throat> i wanted to shout out um a brewery that i follow and am a fan of it's called common space brewery and it's in hawthorne california so just south of here um they posted the other day that um they had like a little rundown of why they're doing it but it makes perfect sense to me is they are accepting um extra tips for their employees and their uh, staff that work behind the bar and their hospitality um i don't know if you saw me post that or anything but um uh, or if we talked about it you sent but, it to uh, me i couldn't really understand what was going on though okay well now i'll tell you yeah um you know basically because we can't do dine-in or even patio shit anymore right um they set up like a venmo account if you feel so inclined you can tip the bartenders there um and a little extra for some support and it's not going to be and it's not going to pay anyone's rent probably but kudos on them for doing anything as yeah. a company kudos on them for um giving a fuck about their employees and you know even if only a hundred bucks comes in which i'm sure way more is going to come in because they have a, a loyal customer base um but it just stuff like that speaks volumes um to me as a fan of theirs and i know the people there um and also it's just like speaks volumes of you know, other folks that have done fucking jack shit. And uh, it speaks even louder. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, kudos to them in um, giving a fuck about the people that work tirelessly, you know, five, six, seven days a week for them and are out of a job right now. Um, and aren't, you know, solely relying on the government to cover their ass. Um, yep. So... I support that and need to go buy some beer from them and drop a tip in the bucket. Um, that's my two cents. <laughs> what is what is uh, unemployment nowadays is back down to like 200 a week, right? Mine's a different amount. I don't necessarily want to get on that. Okay. That okay. Right yeah. But mine's a different amount. Yeah. Um, the point, I, I guess the point I'm trying to make yeah. is it's just really fucking hard to survive right now with no options and and no aid. I mean, kudos to the people in charge at that company at Common Space Brewery for not just being like, I don't know what to do. We'll let the government figure this out. Right. We're pretty much a fucking year in this shit, and so that doesn't really work anymore. Right. Um. So I'm all about it. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go spend my money there. I'm gonna support them. Down in Hawthorne. Yeah. Common space in Hawthorne. Uh, anyways, man, what's up with your week? Well, a couple months ago, Michigan State football beat Michigan in football, and I'm holding on to that. It's one of the only good things that happened in 2020, other than Michigan State basketball beating Duke a couple weeks later. 
Mark Sipka's not on the show right now. I don't think so. It doesn't. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> it doesn't feel as good to say it, but I have to. I'm holding myself you accountable. Send him a text. You need to send him a text after this. Just randomly. Hey, man, remember? I should send him like the highlights of the game. Yeah. Um, yeah. Does it matter to anybody else but me? No. Um, <laughs> the, the Donald was impeached for the second time this week. That's pretty big news. Not in like everyone's world. Good. Um, the the reason why this is important is, or actually, what is it? We want the twenty fifth amendment, right? Because that'll keep him from being able to run again. Whichever one is um, the one that'll that will eliminate the possibility of him running again is the thing we need. I think the second impeachment has some weight into that. Okay. Um, there may be also some presidential privileges that are revoked. Yeah. Um, Secret Service detail after his presidency. Um, I heard some of that. Maybe. Don't quote me on that. Uh, There's certain things after you leave office as a president that you still get the rest of your life. Right. Like Clinton, Bush, Obama, they all have Secret Service still. Um, But I think there's certain elements that the reason I was important, everyone's like, why is he getting beached again? Nothing's really going to happen. There's only right. a week left. It's actually very important. I be, excuse me, because I believe only one other time was successful for a president to win, lose, and then win. Um, I think that they were trying to make sure um, at all costs that it doesn't happen. Right. I'm not exactly sure if the second impeachment will do that. But it certainly doesn't hold up well also for some news that i'm reading not to steamroll your comment but um i believe the uh, state of new york is chomping at the bit when he leaves presidency um for a a laundry list of lawsuits against Mm -hmm. him um seems to me that there's at least one in the state of georgia that's gonna be able to go to court because he was trying to bully them into voter fraud. Well, I'm talking his businesses, too. Yeah. So, I mean, he's going to... We. This is not the last we're seeing of him, but at least he won't be the president. Um, we can hope so. Um, so, yeah, just like what we said earlier, hopefully nothing crazy f- fucking happens in the, in the next couple of days, and hopefully nothing crazy happens at all. Um, yeah. At all next year or, or in the coming years. Uh, not politically. Still haven't found, I found a doctor, haven't found an appointment yet. They've blocked out, Kaiser Permanente's network has blocked out all in-person doctor appointments forever. And I'm assuming that's COVID related. So I have to get on the phones and start figuring out how to get in touch with people and, and getting in. Cause I think they're doing zoom calls, but like you can't put a stethoscope on a fucking computer screen. So I got I do have to figure that second leg of finding a doctor out. Remind me afterwards I have a doctor friend. I just thought about this that you should talk to. Okay, cool. Thank you. Okay. Um we are there's a one hundred he's not a, a four twenty doctor. He's not a four twenty doctor. Shocking. <laughs> um I'm doing I've been doing this January one hundred mile challenge thing that my friend Michelle Sobel set up with her sister and it's this kind of it's you pay $20 and if you win 
you get a hundred dollars at the end, so you kind of can get eighty dollars back. Basically, what it is is the first to a hundred miles this month gets it, and there can only be ten winners, and there's a five mile cap, so you can only do five miles every day, maximum. Oh, so you do twenty days in a row, and you get to your get to your hundred. Oh, so I am right. So I'm at sixty five, and I'm just walking because my of my heart and my ankle's a little bit messed up. And today will be your, your 70. Ankle down too? Yeah, it was, I messed it up back in December and it just still hasn't really gotten better. Son um, of a bitch. I know. But luckily, <laughs> I can walk five miles in a day, no problem. So I'm going to get this fucking $100 somehow, some way. I'm yeah. glad that I think only Michelle's on. And I think, unfortunately, Michelle's out of the running for the $100. So I can say this, I can say this strategy and not get in. Not even have anyone bite my strategy, but right now I think there's 15 of us that are in the running to get there, and there can only be 10 to win. So what I'm going to do is start walking at like midnight 01 on the 20th day and get my miles in right away for for that 20th day so I can win by time. That's the plan, and hopefully no one bites that. But I'm sure somebody will because it wasn't hard to come up with that plan. And then I wanted to... It's pretty good, though. Yeah. Um, shout out Quincy O'Neill, big friend of mine, um, really good friend of mine. Uh, he and I lately have been doing this sort of, I guess it's kind of a workbook thing. It's called Making Your making your Life as an Artist is what it's called. It's a really good read for anybody who's who's chosen to go down this creative path in their life and to make a living off of it. And there's a lot of introspective questions that it asks you and it asks you to ask other people um on your behalf and on their behalf and it's a really it's really eye-opening kind of activity we've been doing every week so i just wanted to honestly honestly just thank him for for bringing that to my attention and then also if anybody else is curious about what it is i can send you the email and it's it's a book but it's a pdf and i'd be more than happy to send it to you guys it's definitely worth reading I would say that. And then major shout out to Amanda Adoko, good friend of mine. Her movie, Breaking News in Yuba County, is dropping very soon. She wrote this. Man, she must have started writing it five years ago or something. Because I remember when we were in acting class, she would bring it in and we would read it. We would read through the drafts as the the characters and during a table read. And she fucking sold it. Uh man like two years ago to jake gyllenhaal's production company and whoa now it's got like the trailer just dropped the other day so mila kunis is in it jimmy simpson's in it um i don't um, see this blanking blanking a lot of a lot of really big names are in it and she wrote it and it's fucking crazy because we've been hearing her talk about it from the inception it's it's really cool congratulations to her she's getting a lot of writing gigs right now and she deserves it and that is what's up with my week. Trent Bruce. Yeah. Yeah, it's pr- it's pretty awesome. It's pretty awesome. Um, and on that note, Trent Bruce, how's the weather outside? Oh, shit. Oh, I thought I was frozen there for a second. Sorry. Um, and there's a delay also on... <laughs> on your end, I think there was a delay on your end, but um, 
did you just click the fucking pen? Uh, sorry, there's delay on my end. I think there's something wrong with the microphone here. But hey, I've got a guest uh, reporter here. I got, uh, I've got Ella Fitzgerald, who wants to describe the weather here. Uh, here we go. We're having a heat wave, a tropical heat wave. The temperature's rising. It isn't surprising. She certainly can, can, can. Started the heat wave by letting her seat wave. We're having a heat wave, guys. We're having a heat wave. Oh, That's the weather report, baby. It's gonna be eighty. It's gonna be eighty like the next four days. What? That's bonkers. Bonkers. Fucking bonkers. Thank you, Trent. Thank you, Ella. That's the weather report. Time to get into some vis- vi- viewer slash listener questions. Visener questions is what I almost called it, and I just did. did I like guess. That? Did you like that, Nick? Yeah, I loved it. That was great. <laughs> Who doesn't love Ella Fitzgerald? We're having a heat wave. A tropical heat wave. <laughs> <laughs> there's a fucking um, there's an Ella Fitzgerald movie coming out soon, I think, on uh, Hulu. Oh, sick! It looks pretty fucking cool. Played by Halle Berry. But uh, if only, if only, <laughs> For, and that foreshadows into one of our listener questions that we got. So, well, welcome to the viewer and listener questions portion of the podcast, where we answer all of the most important questions of the day, of the year, of all time. You come to us for the answers, and we fucking give them to you. Trent Bruce, <laughs> this question was from you. Question from the pod. It's to you. Do, go ahead. You read it. Uh, do you like peach cobbler? Sure do. It's nice. delicious. Nice. <laughs> um, also, from me, this is just a comment. Mm. Uh, it's kind of funny that um <clears throat> kind of funny that Donald Trump is an orange and a peach at the same time. Isn't I'm really funny? I that is funny and I'm really glad that you said I didn't know what DT stood for. And so I was thinking of like I don't I don't know. I thought it was like a drink flavor or something. But I'm glad that you said Donald Trump when you read that statement. Um also this is a question for you. From me, specifically for Nick Grace. I got to know, this is the most important question I have ever asked in the history of another shitty podcast, in the history of my life, in the history of all mankind. That's saying something because you've asked a lot of questions. More important than where did we come from? Is there a God? If so, Mm. what God is is he or she or it? Um, You know, is life meaningful or meaningless are there aliens are there other more important than anything what's the the point of life most important question i'm going to ask you ever nick grace halle berry or halle berry Mm-mm-mm. halle berry <laughs> god is ass god is god is whole ass god I'm the funniest person I know. What a win-win scenario. That's my whole career and my whole life just laughing at myself. You got, uh, you asked me one more question. Oh, I did? Yeah. Oh, 
I did. Um, what's better, a grilled cheese or a cheese quesadilla? A grilled cheese is better. I think that that's obvious. I think so too. It's it's crazy because Mexican food is the best genre of food or uh, nationality right. of, of food, but they they we'll really fell genre. they we'll genre. they really fell flat with the cheese with the cheese quesadilla. If you throw some meat in there, boom, game different different. That, well, that's story. Not, that's not what we're talking about. Exactly that's not what we're talking about. But if we're just going cheese on cheese, if it's a cheese versus cheese scenario where your option then is bread or tortilla, you gotta go with the bread. Gotta go. You with got the some bread. Bu- you got some butter on that bread. You got some butter on that bread. Another butter thing about bread. cheese quesadillas, cheese quesadilla is essentially a sleeping bag version of nachos. It's just, but without the crunch, there's not a lot of crunch. Nachos are better than a cheese quesadilla. See, I would argue that. If your nachos are just with cheese on them, they're not nachos. You gotta have more than just cheese to be a nacho. I would take. Uh, you're, yeah. I think cheese and bread, or cheese and a bread-like material. Grilled cheese is king. Grilled yeah. cheese is king. Yeah. Um, I'm just asking all the important questions this year. And you know, somebody has to. So good for you. This question is from Michelle Sobel. We mentioned a little bit ago. She says, have your first few weeks of 2021 already been better than 2020 as a whole? Whoa. Um, hmm. I don't know. <laughs> um, 2021 has just been a uh, Cliff Notes version of 2020. Yeah. So, I'm going to say no. I'm going to say um, the shit has leaked into the next year. So, um, you know, there isn't a, you know, just because it's a new calendar year doesn't mean um, the shit's going to calm down. So. I would I would say no from the standpoint of last year wasn't the best year, but there was some pretty cool shit that I, that I got to do and, and last year. And this year hasn't really happened yet because it's been such a short yeah. amount of time. Um, pretty much all that's happened this year is I was coming off of being sick with COVID and then the Capitol got attacked. So, yeah. But last year I got to see my family a couple times and go hunting. and So I would say last year True. was, a, was a better year so far. So far. Hey. Hey. Um, this is from Justin Pung. What do you think of the Harden trade? We could also get into this later in basketball. We definitely will get late into this later in basketball, but do you have a quick answer? It's not going to work. Yeah, I'm lit. I kind of think the same thing. Hey, good for good for uh, Houston Rockets. You know what, man? Good. For- I wouldn't want. I wouldn't want that guy on my team. Blanket statement. Good for all of them. They're getting millions of dollars. <laughs> playing a child's game. <laughs> playing a child's game. Uh, um, this just in: we had a listener question just right in right now. Mm-hmm. Um, James Bond, uh, best James Bond actor and movie. Sean Connery. Can those be set? That's from Matt. Can that be separate? I guess. I would hope so because I'm going to say Sean Connery was the best James Bond, but the best movie was Skyfall. In my, I was going to say Skyfall. I was going to yeah? say Skyfall. Yeah. Um, I have a nostalgic itch for Pierce just because that was like our childhood and Goldeneye video game puts his movies up 
even though this is like but that's besides not golden, it was besides, him. Well, let me say this let me see this besides goldeneye the rest of his movies are hot trash even though Halle Berry's in one of them with but the ice movies, right his his movies are pretty garbage um but the Sean Connery I mean there's that one piece the rest yeah. of the piece to the goat. There's that one um, iconic scene where Sean Connery shoots the guy through a book. <laughs> that that's pretty cool. Remember, remember when Barbara Walters was interviewing Sean Connery and asked him if he regrets saying that he you need to hit women every once in a while, and he said absolutely not. And this was <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I'll, what say, a... I'll say I'll say this. I think everyone there's a handful of times. In, in everyone's life where you just like probably need a good swift punch to the gut or a or a slap in the face like you do some stupid shit tread lightly Trent Bruce you might get cancelled oh god also by the way I want to shout out the guy who just asked the question Mac he's on the bottom right there old Mac uh, Tiki if you guys like Tiki stuff um, he is I'm donning him the king of Tiki I'm talking tiki artwork, lapel pens, overall cocktails, where to get a, a, a good tiki drink. Um, he's the man. So go over to his page if you like tiki stuff. He's the T I K. Um, he's the T I K I N G. The T King. Oh, I love that. I love that. He's got to use that. All right. What else we got? Um, <laughs> I'm going to ask you this, Nick. Okay. I'm kind of hesitant, but whatever. Um, well, we answer the tough this, questions here. I'm not sure. From Colby, Colby, um, weirdest condom you've ever tried? See, I'm not too adventurous with this, so I guess I would just—I've only tried, honestly, two that I can think of, and maybe three. No, I've tried three or four. The weirdest, I guess, is ribbed. I just think I don't get be... too crazy with it. I think, um, you know, protect yourself. Yes. Um, and second of all, I don't need any of the weird gimmicks on there that does anything else besides protect. <laughs> the other stuff uh, is weird and it messes with you. That's all I'll say. <laughs> uh, Dustin asks, do I have something in my teeth? Knowing Dustin, um, that dirty SOB has definitely got a bunch of stuff in his teeth. Uh, I love that dude. He's always so happy and um, such a big ball of joy. Miss him. Um, yeah, he definitely has a bunch of shit in his teeth <laughs> and probably his hair and his underarms. Trent Bruce, um, Bruce, this <clears throat> is from uh, friend of the pod, Molly Yanko, the one who put us in touch with Lolo Jones, by the way. We got to set Sh- that up. Shout out Molly Yanko. She, yeah. says, uh, she says, if you were to move to another city, where do you think you would thrive? To be honest, um, I, this sound this sounds like big headed of me. I do have a big head, so I can say this. I think in most spots, if I had a handful of friends, I think I'd be okay yeah. living there. Um, but I, I I think she's not asking like where you'd be okay. I think she's asking like where you would fucking crush it. I mean. All my friends have been moving to Austin, Texas, and I feel like the vibe there is pretty cool. Um, I also think Chicago, besides the sport, besides the baseball team there, would be cool. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I just don't like I don't like that treacherous winter. Um, it's a good word. Um, I'm so <laughs> no, just kidding. Uh, man, I think uh, most m- bigger cities I'd be cool with. Um, not the deep south, not Florida, obviously. Um, maybe even Nashville would be cool. Um, parts of Texas would be cool. Um, man. Yeah. What about you, Nicholas? Hmm. The entire state of Texas? <laughs> it's tough, man, because I've lived in... I've lived in New Mexico right outside of Texas. I've been to Texas a bunch of times. I've lived in Chicago. So as far as like where I would thrive, like fucking crush it. Yeah. Man. I bet you I could, I bet you I could, I bet you I could crush it in San Francisco. Yeah. Yeah. I bet I could. I don't really know why I think that, but I I just you know got put money on yourself sometimes you know just you you just got bet on o- yourself. Oakland might be cool too. Maybe. Um, San Diego's very pretty, but San Diego's way too bro. I don't it's even very bro-y. I, I don't even want to go to San Diego. Yeah. Um, Shane Leary just asked in the comments below on this uh, chat, "What is my?" NBA team that I am aligned with. Yeah, I bet you I, I know. Pick, <clears throat> I gotta pick one at some point. I don't have one, and everyone roasts me for it. Yeah, you might and, as well piss, pick the Lakers because they're so good, and I know that's what you're gonna pick. I'm not. Just do it. I'm not picking one. I'm not picking one. No, I'm not picking one. You were going I'm to not. until I razzed no, you. No, I just wasn't. Now. No, I wasn't. Oh yeah. I yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Can I just be a? a, a I'm gonna to have to pick a team. Oh yeah! I'm gonna pick a team soon. Oh yeah! I'm, hey, I'm pleading the fifth. I'm pleading the fifth. I just want to see a good, a good, a good game. Hey, I just want to. I just want them to have fun. Winning's not everything. <laughs> it's it's how you play the game. I'm gonna get fucking roasted for this. <laughs> oh man. Um, Trent, what is your current favorite playlist from Casa Cocktails? Uh, buddy Mike at Casa Cocktails. If you want uh, bar quality cocktails that are canned delivered to your house, hit up Mike, aka Casa Cocktails. They are bomb. He'll deliver them to you. Um, it's great during COVID when we don't have bars. Um, shout out there for favorite playlist right now. Um, I don't know if I have a favorite at the moment. But I'll say two things. My roommate, uh, Andrew Stewart, has been crushing playlists, um, especially in quarantine. He's been doing every... What's up, Mike? He's been doing a playlist every Friday. I think he's got like 40-plus yeah. 40 plus, 40 plus out there. Mm-hmm. And they're short. I like that they're about 40, 45 minutes. Um, also, another guy that I really like that Zach Drummond turned me on. His name is Alex Delaney. And he's got a bunch of public playlists on Spotify. Um, so Andrew Stewart or um, my buddy. Yeah. And uh, I got to double down on the Andrew Stewart thing too, just because yeah. he also, he does that, but 
at the end of every year, and I think he's been doing this since like what 2016 or some shit. He does a a year kind of like in review playlist. I need to listen to that still. And yeah. he'll like, and he doesn't just pick the <clears throat> biggest songs of the year. In fact, I think he intentionally stays away from them. But he and he doesn't double up artists at all, and he always keeps it to thirty songs. And yeah. he lays them all out so that you, it's best not to listen and shuffle. It kind of tells a story as it goes. Yep. And each song kind right. of feeds into the next one. It's really good. He's been he's been crushing that. Um, uh, from Jolie, um, to you, Nick. <laughs> uh, does your dopamine levels go through the roof when you have a good poop? Yes. Yeah. Me too. There's few things that feel better than taking a good shit, and I'm just being honest. It's true. Um, uh, uh, different Joel, uh, at Juiced Out Joel, worst movie have you've ever seen? Mm. The only movie I've ever walked out of a one. theater to was uh, Val- Valerian. The the movie with Cara Delevingne and uh, Dane DeHaan, and it's all like in outer mm. space and super. Okay, I watched the so first I fifteen minutes and I was movie. like, "I'm out of here. This sucks." I have an outer space movie called. It was a remake that George Clooney was in called Solaris. Okay. Um, that was really really bad. Yeah, um, I remember watching that with my family when I was a kid. I think. Or like high school, and we were all like, "So it's pretty old." Off. It eh, like mid two thousands. Okay. Um, that was bad. Um, Andrew and I tried to rewatch. Um, what's the Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito movie where brothers or something, right? Oh, not twins. The one where he's pregnant. I don't know. So they did a couple of those. Uh, shit, what's it called? Arnold is pregnant? Arnold's having a child and Danny DeVito's in it as well. Come on, guys, <laughs> help me out. What's the name of that movie? We tried to put it on one night because yeah. we were like getting kind of goofy, getting kind of sclimping. We're like, this is going to be, Junior, this is going to be funny. And we put it on the first 10, 15 minutes and we were like, this is so bad. Everyone's, there you go. Okay, I got it, Junior. Um, this is so bad, we had to turn it off. Like, not really? even, like, corny, 90s, funny. <laughs> okay, Junior, yes. <laughs> um, it was it was bad, bad. Like, weird. I'll tell you a movie that I thought was going to be bad, but I watched it anyway, and it was very pleasantly surprised. I'm like, shut the hell up. <laughs> <laughs> was um, The Intern. With Anne Hathaway and uh, uh, Robert De Niro from a couple years ago. I was like, I'm going to watch this movie because I know it's going to be bad. And it was actually really good. And I think I cried. It was, it was fucking oh, good. Whoa. Um, but, Juiced Out Joel also asks, cats or dogs? Dogs, of course. What about a cat dog? Nope. What about SpongeBob? SpongeBob. But uh, definitely a dog. Definitely a dog. Yeah. If I wanted a cat, it's like, why get an animal? You gotta clean up its shit. You get yeah. nothing in return. Yeah. 
Also, it's just going mean, to eat the, you the when you die. Benefit, the biggest benefit of the cat is that you don't have to like take it out and you, it just shits in a box. Yeah. So you, okay. But then it just hates you for all its existence. Yeah. And it gives and you no love and affection. Cats just wait for their owners to die. So like if you die in your apartment, cats will start eating your fucking eyelids and your nose and they'll just start eating you. If you die in your apartment, a dog's just going to curl up with you and starve to death. Or like bark. Yeah. And like alert people. Right. So dogs all the way. They don't... Um, Balto wasn't a fucking cat, yo. He was a dog. Balto. Balto. <laughs> Balto. Oh, man. Case um, fucking closed. This is from me for you. Plant daddy or real daddy? A real daddy. You want to be a real daddy? You weirdo. You want to be a dad? No, not okay. You'd rather what? Do you, what would you rather be? A plant daddy or a real daddy? Or, or is this a father? Or <laughs> don't make me answer this question. Not it is daddy. Not not with a Z. This isn't. I guess I own a plant. Wow, turning your back on your own species. I see how it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh my um, god this is a weird one today this, this is uh this is another question from me to you um would you rather have the covid19 pandemic as we know it or immortal lions roaming the streets that attack you with the same frequency and damage of covid19 whoa Lions, because at least you could see the damn thing. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's a good point. You can't kill them, but you could see them. Just scurry into Trader Joe. I imagine like the original like Robin Williams Jumanji scenario. Oh shit! Yeah. But if it's like if it's COVID nineteen rules, then that means that anybody who gets attacked by a lion suddenly there's another lion out there. Because they're just... Oh, shit. So there's just more lions as it goes. <sighs> like, L.A. would be covered in immortal lions right now. Immortal? It would keep people inside, that's for fucking sure. Lion. Lion. <laughs> um, Molly, is that Molly about asking about working out? Um, I don't know. She asked it to me, so I think it's probably... Oh, it's probably a COVID thing. Yeah, but we can answer both both ways. I'm sore as hell, and I'm gonna keep working out. Nice. My body's doing good. My palpitations aren't every day; they're like every other day. So I'm doing all right. How's your schnoz in your mouth? Perfectly fine. Perfectly fine. Oh, back Although, to normal. Uh, yeah, yeah. Although I did test on Tuesday and got my results back today, and I am still positive. But this is something that, according to the Department of Health, I can be positive for fucking six months. So, not See, contagious, but crazy. still positive. According that's to crazy. Them. Yeah. Yeah. Because they so. called you and told you that. Yep. And they emailed it to me. So. Wow. Tis what it is. Well, you, should we um, wrap up some news and 
we get on out of here? Sounds good to me, man. Thanks for all your listener question, guys. And half of it was me and Nick, but I always love doing those. <laughs> and Thanks. we know we know Thanks Nick Nick likes Halle Berry over Halle Berry. Mm-hmm. And we also know Nick likes Peach Cobbler. So mm-hmm. we learned a lot today, guys. And we didn't really get into it yet, but Nick also likes Lolo Jones quite a bit. Do you like your peach cobbler hot in a la mode? Mm. I would prefer my peach cobbler to be cold, actually. I think Whoa. I think most desserts are better cold. Oh, yeah, so my brother's saying that his uh, wife's sister has been testing positive since July, so. Oh, my God. Yeah. Man, this shit is so weird, man. It's crazy yeah, that you can give have Give me the lions, and... bro. Give me the lions. <laughs> give me the lions. I'll even take the Detroit lions after this point. Give me Jesus. the lions. Well, uh, the Detroit lions are super beatable, so that'd be an ideal scenario. <laughs> All right, everybody. It's time for the news, and then we're going to let you get on with your muffin days. What should we do first, Trent? I'm going to send over to Nick Grace for this week in basketball. The I'm playing that for the New Jersey Nets because that team... Yeah. Is oh, gotta God. be the most toxic, disordered team in the history of the motherfucking NBA. For those who don't know, and everybody fucking knows, James Harden yesterday was traded to the New Jersey Nets, which means the New Jersey Nets now have Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, and James Harden, all on the same squad. 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 How's that gonna work? Probably not well, at least from a cohesive standpoint. On paper, this is a very, very good and dangerous team. Mm. Very, very good. It's also got three of the most ball-dominant players there is in the league, so we'll see how how that goes. Suddenly, KD is the one on the team that seems like the sane one. He seems like the one with (laughs) with the head on his shoulders. The one with burner burner accounts? The The guy with the burner accounts is the one that's the... The most in control, because Kyrie Irving has missed the last, I think, four games because he just doesn't want to play, according to himself. Oh, he's been oh. he's been seen at his sister's uh, birthday party, <laughs> which definitely, I mean, it could be someone's house. They've got a lot of money, but it really looked like a club, and no one was wearing masks. <laughs> um, I don't, I don't know. Brain is right, yeah. This is the man that also thinks the Earth's flat, so maybe he thinks COVID's not real. Who knows? Maybe he saged the place before they before the fucking birthday party started. What's up, Roger? Yeah, maybe he saged the place. But James Harden what is an idiot. James Harden is he for those who aren't super into the NBA at the moment, he, he essentially tanked the last two weeks of this year so far. He intentionally he's a man who was Averaging like 40 points a game last year, and he's intentionally averaging 15 and actively gaining weight on purpose so that the Rockets would get rid of him. If Dude, he would have. He looked like Tim Allen in the Santa Claus when he starts transitioning into Santa Claus. <laughs> yeah. That, the dude is a. is a He's a chunk, dude. He, uh, <laughs> he's eating all the donuts. Yeah. <laughs> 
There's rules to Santa Claus. He has the first Santa Claus. Tim Allen has to die before he can become Santa Claus. He doesn't realize that. Yeah. And the weight gains itself. You don't got to go to McDonald's so much, James. Yeah. But James has been James has been going to fucking strip clubs and and doing whatever he could do to get suspended. So it's just he's just. It's actually it's quite a shame because I was talking to friend of the pod Brandon earlier today, and if he would have just pulled his head out of his ass the houston rockets could have been one of the better teams in the west very dangerous because they have john wall and they have um boogie cousins but now they do not james harden russell for a bit right james harden is now on the new jersey nets and we'll see what happens with if Kyrie's even gonna because that was the biggest story is that Kyrie Kyrie just disappeared until james harden got traded the Kyrie just disappeared KD went to New Jersey for Kyrie Irving, and then Kyrie Irving just decided to not play. They hired Steve Nash to be their coach, and now Steve is just like, I don't know what the fuck's going on. But we talked about this. We we knew this was bad. We're like, Steve, could Steve be a good coach? Yes. Is that the team you want to coach, especially for your first job? Jesus Christ. Who so knows? Many, like egomaniacs and like weirdos and all. Oh. Like who's gonna be the guy? Yeah. Someone's going to have to be the guy. Yeah. Those guys are not, like, all about team ball. Like, they're all about... Kyrie, James, and Kyrie, James, and KD do not pass the rock. They need the, they need to create for themselves. So, although KD has proven that he's capable of playing with another star. That's one thing. All of this is crazy because it's really making you realize... It's making you change your perception on Kevin Durant. And you're starting yeah. to realize that he's just a—he's—he just loves playing basketball, man. <laughs> and, and he's a team player. Suddenly, that's the—that's the opinion on KD, because the other two, it's just—it's nuts. And now the New Jersey Nets have three open spots. But Houston, they won this trade. They got Victor Oladipo in return. That's they got—yep. They already had, like my brother just said on this chat, they already had Christian Wood, who's balling out. If anyone remembers, the Detroit Pistons just gave Houston Christian Wood last year. Another great move from the Detroit Pistons. But um, they picked they have, up they have Victor, great front office. Right. They picked up uh, Victor Oladipo, four first-round picks and three trade picks, I think. So they're just they're they've really set themselves up, and they're probably going to be a four or five seed, three, four or five seed this year. Um, worst case scenario, I would guess. So they they won. Karis LeVert's gone. He went to Indy. Um, I don't think Indy's going to be any good, but good for Karis because now he'll be the man. And Cleveland was involved somehow, but barely. And that was the biggest trade <laughs> in uh, in the NBA. Michigan State is down to number twenty three in the polls right now. We've dropped. I think we're eight and four. We're either eight and four or eight and five. We're doing. We're not doing very good. We were up to number four and undefeated, and now we suck. So, the wheels are falling off. Michigan State University basketball. But I do want to remind everybody. Holy cow. Blast from the past. Sorry. I do want to remind everybody that we did beat Duke earlier this year. And (laughs) games are being canceled left and right in the NBA due to COVID. So, if everyone remembers back when we had the bubble, nobody was testing positive in the bubble. But now that they're doing every – they're – not bubbling anymore everyone's just playing in their home courts still with no fans but players are testing positive and then they're getting other players sick and so they've had to cancel games 
reschedule them. What do you yeah. think was going to happen? Exactly. So it's only a matter of time before the NBA has to step in, and either either they're going to have to stop playing for an, an extended amount of time, or they've got to bubble it again. That's the only way. And that will be the way that the NBA has got to play for the foreseeable future. In fact, probably pro sports. If you want to do your pro sports and get your millions of dollars, you're going to have to essentially live on an island. That's the, the way it's going to be. At the very least, do conference by conference or something. Right. Like do like Major League Baseball. Like do like where they have the spring training sites, Florida and Arizona. Yeah. But Florida's a crazy state and there's all this COVID. Arizona is now the highest COVID rate in the country. So it's like... There, there's honestly, there's no smart or good way to do any kind of sports, collegiate or professional, right? During a global effing pandemic. Well, like but George if you are going to do it because they're hemorrhaging billions of dollars. You have to bubble it up, right? And it's just George Hill got got asked a question back, uh, I think, yesterday during a press conference, and he was basically saying that it's it's kind of bullshit how the NBA will allow you to breathe on somebody and, and sweat on them for 48 minutes. And then the, immediately when the game's over, you can get fined for talking with your mask off to somebody on the other team. As if it's any different. It's, it's all asinine. Yeah. It's, it's very, all it's all backwards. So I think that a lot of players are getting pretty fed up with it. Shout and out to Kevin Love taking a chunk of his salary and paying all the workers at in the Cleveland arena. Did you hear that? I didn't hear that, but I'm not surprised. Kevin Love's a good dude. I mean Shout out awesome. to him for all of the the um the the work that he's done as far as depression in yeah. in athletes and then also just people and raising awareness that anybody can kind of become a depressed person. It doesn't just because you're a yeah. basketball player doesn't mean you won't get depressed and doesn't mean you need help and normalizing the yeah. the uh, normalizing it it's not a weird thing normalizing that but then also normalizing asking for help and assistance from other people so you're right dude shout out shout out uh Kevin Love that's this week in basketball sending it over to Trent for this week in wrestling Man, still one of the most badass uh, theme songs of all time. You can't go wrong with Motorhead doing your theme song. Was that um, Lemmy just going? <laughs> it's Triple H's song. Time Triple to play H. The game. Uh, time to play this the week game. in wrestling. Um, man, uh, <clears throat> Triple H um, had a little spout with Randy Orton, which hopefully. Hopefully, we'll see. That may develop into some things. I know some wrestling fans are over it. They don't really care to see Triple H in a program. But Orton, in my opinion, has been great over the past year. And that could drum up some maybe old drama. But there was some shit talking on Monday night. <clears throat> uh, and then Alexa Bliss basically came out and threw a fireball at Randy Orton's face. 
And so, and then there's like hinting that the fiend is still around even after Randy Orton burned the fiend alive. Whoa. But so isn't we'll the fiend kind there. of also not alive, just like the Undertaker? He's kind of like dead or like a he ghost has or something? some supernatural powers. Supernatural oh. undead powers. You know, so do but I. We're still, we're still <laughs> figuring out what those are. It's good uh, to see representation great. on TV like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Drew McIntyre, um, the WWE champ, tested positive for COVID-19. You know what that means? Probably going to have a kid in nine months. Isn't that what they all did? No. <laughs> I thought... <laughs> I thought breaks for that. Isn't, isn't that what no, happened that, with the fucking... The, the, the one wrestler and his, and his wife got COVID-19 and then they just had a kid, right? Um, man, so many people had kids. I'm trying to think. This the is Mox, the case of that. Right? That's his name? Oh. The Mox? Oh, John him, Moxley. Yeah, yeah, him, yeah and his, right. him and his wife got COVID nineteen, and then they got, and then she got pregnant. COVID nineteen. Yeah, they're naming they're naming their uh, uh, kid Corona. So congratulations uh, in advance to Drew McIntyre. He's going to be a dad. No, um, it sucks because he is very hot right now. Um, so hot right now. <laughs> yeah, so hot. He's on fire. Is what I meant. Um, and he's putting on a good show, good program. Um, I thought this would delay the inevitable. It is not. Apparently, he's still fighting fucking Goldberg at Royal Rumble. Who cares? Oh, my God. You have one of the, like, rising stars, new champs, having a great, like, comeback story. And you put him against Goldberg. None of us care. Who is this for? Who is pain if this was non-covid who's paying money to go see this title match nobody yeah hansel's so hot right now anyway enough about that <clears throat> charlotte flair's back her and oscar tag team champs i think i talked about it already um <laughs> she's uh i'm glad that she's back um there's a couple gals out right now so she will take on um you know carry the weight for some of that and I'm, I'm a fan, so I'm always glad to see her. Uh, I guess her dad, Ric Flair, is um, kind of going against her right now. They're having a little bit of a spout. So yeah. we'll see what happens there. It's always She's good to see Ric on TV as well. Future wife of yours. <laughs> um, <clears throat> also, um, there's still a lot of crossover with Impact and AEW. Uh, we'll see what is going to happen with all that. Um with the Young Bucks, the Good Brothers, and Kenny. Um, I hope some cool shit happens with that. I need to pay more attention to that. Um, Sting interfered in a match um, and came to Darby Allen's uh, rescue the other night. Um, so it's cool to see. I- I'm interested to see how they're going to use Sting. Obviously, he's not going to be fighting every night. He might have one more match in him. Like We'll see. But we'll see how they, uh, they're going to build that. Um, but besides that, it's Royal Rumble season, and that's always exciting. It's going to be very weird. That's the one um, where every one minute someone comes out, right? That's my favorite one! Be, I know. We'll have to do, like, I gotta plan, like, a Zoom thing or something. Oh, It'll dude, be I'd be so down. A crowd. We gotta bet on it again. Okay. I know. Well, I'll, I'll need to, I need to put all that together. We'll do that. We'll do a wrestling. If you guys want to do a Royal Rumble watch party via Zoom, We'll set it. I gotta set it up. That'll be fun. 
Um, and a year ago, we were all there in person in Houston. Yeah, so, you were. That's right. Crazy. The um, last big event you've been to. I know. But um, that's this week in wrestling, this week in hip hop. I got a song for you, real quick. Yeah. Okay, all I put on there is this Bust It Challenge. I think it's hilarious that I guess this Houston producer um, is looping that looping Nelly's voice from that song, and then all these girls are just shaking their butts on TikTok. Yeah. Um, Isn't that what TikTok is, is a, though? This is such a weird world we live in, man. The whole point Sick. of the whole point of TikTok is possibly 18 year old girls just shaking their butts that's all it is it's a weird thing it's a weird time to be alive it, it's funny it's funny that donald trump wanted to ban it <laughs> anyway what is, um, what is the uh yeah that's all that's all i got for hip-hop news <laughs> well it's like that's also, the, nelly's relevant again also nelly is like on flaming hot lays commercials right now yeah Nelly's about to play uh, Chuck Berry in a movie, which is so, makes, which is a thing. No sense whatsoever. That role should have gone to uh, Lakeith Stanfield, dude. It could have. It could have. Well, <laughs> but what isn't Lakeith Stanfield in nowadays, though? He looks more like Chuck Berry than Nelly does. He d- he does. He does. He's doing good for himself. Everybody's doing good for himself. Oh, Doctor Dre. Yes, Doctor Dre. Wow. Oh I'm yeah, he did have it. <laughs> I don't know how he's doing. Uh, there's a couple of reports saying that uh, a couple of people checked in on him and he seems to be doing okay. Doing okay. Or better. Um, also, did you hear that, like, what was like four people broke in his house when he was in the hospital? I did hear that. Ridiculous. Which, which is wild, not shocking, I guess, at this point. People are awful. Sure are. But uh, maybe we need to do a bust it challenge, Nick. I would. I think that'd be hilarious, though. We'd find a way to make that funny. <laughs> I'm not doing that ever. Uh, that's all I got, man. We kind of went over a little bit today, guys. But thanks for thanks for tuning in. You got anything else, Nicholas? No, that is it. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening to another shitty podcast, episode 34 of the quarantine episode of like I don't know, whatever. This has been another shitty podcast. (laughs) I'm Nick Grace. Uh, That is Trent Bruce. We will see you next Thursday at noon Pacific time for all of the same fun and shenanigans. Don't forget to ask us some questions next week. And also, Lolo Jones, you're like the coolest thing in the history of like forever. And like, you know, just come on on the show. We're going to have her on sooner than later. Sooner than later. Thanks for listening, guys. Hope you have a great rest of your week. Stay shitty. They better be ready, because the real competition is here.